0: What is up, everyone? Welcome to another episode of Can't Stop Snapping. Hello, hello, hello. Hey, Teddy, I I messed up. You tell <laughs> us.
1: <laughs> and we roll into, we've got a banger episode, guys. Beta Ray Bill, Meta Ray Bill. All right, we could rename the card right now. He is incredible. His decks are all over the place. OTA patch changes, hitting... What I'm really happy with, not a lot of nerfs, just a lot of the deep underperformers getting alterations, some buffs, some awesome stuff over there, and then some really hot new cards coming down the pipeline. We're going to have another two-card release week. It hits my wallet, but I do love seeing the new stuff coming into the game, so I think we're going gonna—we're in for a great episode. We're going to evaluate what the key cards to acquire are. Brad, how was uh, MetaRay Bill shaping up for you? Oh, we're calling him meta Ray Bill now. I mean, he is—he is, he is a, a meta card.
0: I BRB, cannot deny baby. that. Okay, can I quickly complain about the amount of uh, stupid acronyms we have for all these cards? Now we got yes. Triple M for Mobius. We got BRB for because, uh, like, I—I I, I just read it as like, what do you mean? B- like, I'll see someone say in chat like BRB as like a yep. suggestion, and yep. then I'm like. Wh- be right back. Okay. Sure. Bye. Okay. I, uh-huh. I, you can, you don't have to announce that you're leaving or, or taking a step away. Um, And like, same thing with like uh shadow King uh, Shang-Chi, I'll see S C S K and I'm, or I'll see, I'll see BM. And I'm like, do you mean bad manners? Do you mean blue Marvel? Uh, yeah. uh, 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 like, that's the just... thing is
1: when you had Ms. Marvel, you had Captain Marvel, blue Marvel, we've had to adapt them. And keep going and evolving, but yep, we need like the the shorthand lexicon for people. Uh, but, but BRB I mean, has been really good, great. and I loved our theory crafting from last episode. The lockjaw right. deck seems like it's just good. It kind of toes yep. the status quo, and then um, the hit monkey deck that we just like the light bulb went off, and that's actually been my best performing uh, deck with Beta Ray Bill. I've got the um, the werewolf by night in there. I've got mm-hmm. Hitmonkey. You have the Thor into Beta Ray into Jane package. That's just very smooth curve. So it's just a deck loaded with weapons. And one of my favorite moves is being able to use Zabu. So I get Shang for three. And then I have like whatever other three costs I want to use and pop down the freebies in the middle. Oh, Also the Grandmaster sneaky stellar card for us. Being able to get a reposition. Like I'm actually finding... Almost more use out of his repositioning than the duplicating effect, if that makes sense. And yeah, really, that's it, that's been an underrated aspect
0: yeah. of uh, of him in general for me. Like, I there have been plenty of times where it's like, I'll uh, I've had games where I've had I have Grandmaster and like I have Thor in the right lane, right, and that's in my only hit with Grandmaster. But I'm like, honestly, I think they're gonna go really heavy here. Uh, or maybe I'm going against another Thor uh, or a Beta Ray Bill on the other side of it, right? In like a mirror match, because there's been a lot of those, of course, whenever there's a yep. new card. Yeah. Uh, and you're like, oh, I don't need to challenge the person uh, across from me. I can just dip out and move them away. because yes. they're not Because like, I, I had that exact position where they had Beta Ray Bill on that side. I had a Thor on my side on the right lane. I had my Beta Ray Bill on the left lane. They had a Thor in the mid lane. Um and then they had they were gonna probably push uh a little bit more to the right. So I shifted over uh, Grandmaster just for that. Um and it was great. Like uh, and then I could then I did my Odin uh on top of uh whatever.
1: It's awesome. Yeah, the I, mentality really that cool. I've had with these decks, normally I'm a play as hard as I can to be like ahead in all three lanes. The mentality I've had with the beta ray build decks, both Lockjaw and the Hitmonkey Drop, has been like it's a two lane deck. I don't, I try and have a total slough lane, which is not yeah, normally yeah. my game plan, but I've been way more successful with that kind of mentality.
0: Kind of like um, classic uh, Destroy or Destroyer. Yeah. Sorry. Yes. Um, but yeah, like these are the top four decks at the moment. Uh, one that I was just talking with you about uh, prior to this recording, that is the top deck is just rocks hawks and hammers baby look at that you got korg rock slide dark hawk you got miss marvel just the good stuff there uh spider ham is like the slot in tech one drop i think is actually phenomenal right now a lot of good hits um yeah because in the mirror match hitting jane hitting uh thor or beta or whatever like is awesome and then of course you have that very package of thor beta ray bill odin uh just to kind of curve everything out and it's nice because you can throw Odin on top of your Korgs and Rockslides like it kind of it's by playing this deck I've started usually I'll spread out like I'll put Korg in like one lane and like Rockslide another and I'll spread them out with this one I've been like stacking my Korg and Rockslide a a bit more often just so I have the option to uh, Odin on top of it later um, because at the end of the day yeah,
1: that's a dirty trick for sure but it does depend on if you want to flex the grandmaster into the jeff spot true. where you would want to isolate the rock slide but yeah yeah i get where you're going
0: yeah i think you would probably instead of jeff it's really hard to like tell someone to not play jeff a lot of times like you'll see jeff and even yeah. though it does nothing for your deck as far as its game plan it's just like well it's just a good card why would well, i there's not so many write?
1: locations that come up that are otherwise locked out and here's your key to get in there where if you're not running it, you just have to retreat on those locations appearing at all. So that is that's a hard pill to swallow.
0: And we do see two variations of Lockjaw as well, one doing not very good, one doing pretty good. You know what's funny? The one doing not very good, you see that one? That's the auto deck. If you if you yes. put in beta ray bill and hit auto complete, that, that is, is just the exact the auto deck. that is the exact auto deck. It so is that's, a bad
1: deck. Don't play it.
0: Okay, but but this is a good thing. Hear me out. Listen, the fact that, because we've already established that we kind of view people that use untapped, like the tracker or something like that, they're typically a bit more competitive leaning or they, they, yeah. they, they're a bit more tryhardy than the average player, right? The fact that there have been 2,600 games played since this card came out. With the auto deck, the complete just straight up <laughs> auto deck, yeah, is awesome for that. Like that, just that just gives me even more hope in my heart that they're gonna continue tweaking it properly because they have the actual data of how many people are hitting that auto deck and playing games with it, right? Yeah, yeah. So it's just gonna get better, and it's such a good feature for so many players, and it makes me happy because, like, I, I yes, the deck is bad. You should play something else or you should tweak something things. It's
1: a good starting point. Exactly. Like um, the Hulkbuster, Absorbing Man, there's, uh, Iceman, even Okoye, there's all like better cards in right. class uh, or in price point. So, yeah.
0: Yeah. And then you look over at the the next one is like the refined Lockjaw. Spider Ham, yeah. of course, is still a pretty good card. It, it's funny, Spider Ham's stock has been going up and up and up every season, even with them nerfing it into the ground like a lot of people thought um but you have that and this is the high evo version of lockjaw i have not seen a high evo lockjaw deck in so long and they're only doing it for the wasp and the hulk
1: yeah man i don't know how i feel about this obviously its performance is fine so i should feel better about it but you're also not running any control cards you're just saying that you can make more points than anything else (laughs) against you so it's a ballsy play
0: it is i like it it's just it it makes me happy um but then of course the last one is uh i don't think it's exactly what you've been playing when it comes to hit monkey but look at that your girl elsa's chilling there and kitty pride this
1: is it's very different than what i run but it is the hit monkey drop i have cut Mysterio, Elsa, Angela, and Kitty to be able to flesh out with um, the Werewolf Grandmaster, right. and then I think Shang Chi and Zabu actually, because for a Hit Monkey drop, my mid game is still pretty crunchy and pretty chunky.
0: I mean, it's, so you're saying it's it's kind of close to what you, we uh, came up with last week?
1: Yes, I've loved uh, it. We were slamming kids on a stream when we were testing it out, so it was great, man.
0: Uh, here's another. Here's here's one of the ones that goes a bit too far in. I think this the Wong is too
1: greedy little, and the magic.
0: Yeah, a little a little lost in the sauce, you know. Uh, let's. See. Ooh, this is this is spicy. Hit Monkey, Ant Man, Iceman, Mysterio, Bishop. It's like a little bit of bounce stuff. Yeah. Or like like a little bit just like value stuff, and then just like you got Valkyrie to hit the Wasp Ant Man lane. As well,
1: There's also Ah. a really great twist where if you run Sarah, you can do like a Sarah Valkyrie hit monkey drop because that style of deck loves playing from behind an initiative. And you have this really smooth curve of setting up Thor, Beta Ray, Sarah. I mean, you want to get draw in there somehow as well. So that's kind of the tricky thing is because it's either Jane or Sarah. But I mean, the Sarah, if you don't hit Jane, feels fine.
0: And I say it every time uh there is absolutely influenced by content creators that list right here uh oh, yeah. this one right here is the regis kilbin list that uh, you put yeah out. yeah yeah and like of course come on thousand games played come on you're you're kidding Kilbin's yourself if the... you think content is classic like, you're kidding yourself as a fan or a viewer if you say content creators don't have enough inf- or don't have much influence. And you're absolutely kidding yourself if you are a big content creator and you say, "Oh, I don't have much influence on the meta." You do. Shut up. Look at the stats. Um, oh yeah. We like have the, math to back it up. It's amazing. They,
1: those decks always trend. So yeah, I I think
0: Beta is one of the best cards we've had. Uh, beta might be the best card from last month.
1: Yes he is right? well there's scar right or i think he's better than scar Hmm. the surprise so i always thought that beta would be good the surprise is how many different decks he is good in
0: yes and that's because we actually have a full package now yeah so you look at something like Darkhawk. a package would be korg rock slide dark hawk and i guess you can do zabu if you want to say that's four but and really Black it's widow those, flexes the... in and out
1: as well but yeah, yeah. true
0: but it's, it's mainly those three. And then you build upon from there. Uh, you look at Annihilus, Annihilus a century hood. There's three nice cards that are a great package. So we finally have an actual package for the Asgardians. It's Thor, yeah. it's beta and it's Jane. And we've seen this time and time. And again, when you have a nice rule of three package and it could be more, it could be uh, it's, but it's typically not less. I think the minimum is three cards
1: yeah so the only get, time that we've seen the two be successful was black bolt stature when they yes. were kind of overstated, but that, right. that was definitely the exception.
0: yeah, I agree. Um, and now that we have this package here, it's you're seeing it like there's just so many different versions of the deck and a lot of these have pretty decent games played. like this one I liked a lot, uh, speaking of Annihilus century and uh, hood this this one was a lot of fun. I liked this one a lot. Uh, I played that yep. on stream. Um, you have your typical lockjaw stuff. Uh, you have just like a straight up mid-rangey value town, just curve out and play your stuff. Uh, you have the hit monkey stuff like you're doing. You you have high Evo stuff. You have Darkhawk. It's It's like, it, it makes me wonder, Teddy, are there any other near packages that are not quite finished? Because b- prior to this, you would never have thought Thor, Odin, and Jane as a package because Jane only has one hit, and it's Thor, and it's right. two dependent. Now you have two; it gives you that better odds, right? Yeah. So, are there any cards you can think of, or any like packages that are seemingly like incomplete? Like, is Black Bolt stature that? Like, we have we have Moon Knight and we have uh, Silver Samurai, which you would think would act on those, but the difference I feel is Black Bolt is just only your opponent so we wouldn't we would want silver samurai in, in that instance to be only your opponent and then it'd be that true there's a perfect like little you know package there D- is there anything else you can think of that
1: one is so hard to say on like is that package incomplete or is it just understated right. um and it's the same thing with like like the stuff that's this the decks that feel like, or the archetypes that feel like they're coming in under is like move. But move is the full package. They have everything they want. This card feels like it has kind of everything that it could ask for, but it's still not quite coming together. I think these are packages that need a centerpiece. Something like Loki that holds an archetype together. Something here like Beta Ray Bill. This this pivotal forecast, I feel like is actually very important as well as we look at it. You might say that mill is the underdeveloped one um that has rule of three right but um they're just not good cards necessarily to run right. together you don't want to index too heavily on baron mordo and cable thinning your opponent out so we'll yeah see. you just we'll just see.
0: imagine like you you mentioned four drops that's a good point uh the darkhawk package you have a key four drop the yeah, Annihilus Marvel, Package, you have a key 4-drop in Sentry.
1: Loki, Sentry. Yep. Yeah, yeah. It seems like the forecast is really like beta. the beating heart of Snap.
0: Yeah, I, I agree. I think so, too. Man, it makes me wonder if, like, th- there's got to be something somewhere. Like, if I just get rid of this and just look at the top decks in general, like, yep. I feel like there's got to be some kind of package that, like, is just on the cusp of being something. But I, I can't quite think of it yet. Like I don't think, like I don't think there's ever going to be a Ravona package because theoretically it's the Ravona and like the goblins, but that doesn't seem good, right? Because you're not. It's good at enough... times. <laughs> it's <laughs> it's good rolling. at times, sure. Uh, do you think we'll it ever see a Devil Dino package? Like ha- ha- that makes me wonder. Like some of these, like the Devil Dino package idea, could be an actual thing. It'd be what? Devil yeah. Dino, um, Colson, and like something else that gets cards to your hands. Like like a, what Snow Guard? You think that's good enough?
1: Right. Like Fury, depends on where actually, you want to build it.
0: Yeah. Cause that that that's pretty much a package right there. Do you think that that's underexplored?
1: Oh, you're saying flexing a core of those cards into other shells.
0: Yeah, just like Darkhawk ah. can do sometimes, just like the Nihilis package can do sometimes, yep. like these three or four cards that you just kind of shove into a, a another deck that you have that like we have seen that before with Darkhawk. We used to have a Darkhawk um deck that featured double dino. And yep. it lets you go like, you know, Darkhawk on four dino on five and then like mystique colson on six and you're like mystique this is
1: bridge the gap yeah
0: yeah this is pretty good um now you could still do that technically speaking
1: um i think the problem with devil dino and honestly it's also the problem of hawk is they're so vulnerable to control both ongoing and the shang hate right shuts them up so you almost need a way if you're gonna play with these cards like you don't want you're a threat in the mid-game to get murdered by control. And I know Ms. Marvel gets hit by the ongoing hate, um, but that's where some of these decks are so successful, like Loki playing into the mid-game. Loki, their control is not going to hurt you unless they're playing triple M. Um, yeah. So I think that's where the some of these mid-game carries are more successful than others, or even like Sentry, right? Sure, the Sentry can get shanked, but the Void cannot. And so you're still establishing value for yourself that the opponent's not going to be able to simply overwrite um and that's one of the one of the things that differentiates these packages i think the ronin is one that's always been really close to the edge and it's kind of so waiting close. for i think it's more waiting for a master mold buff than anything else but there could be a new card coming out obviously there's nothing on the horizon that seems like it'll synergize but um, i think
0: i think the difficult aspect of that too is the fact that Ronan and Devil Dino it, it, for this like same kind of ideas? They're both five costs,
1: yeah. And
0: we just kind of
1: rather than four costs, yeah. Which exactly. is why they both used to be, and they both got changed because it was too much, right? Uh, the only
0: other thing I could think of that's kind of an exception to that is Annihilus as your five costs in that other package, but when you yeah. have a four ten that generates essentially twenty power in combination <laughs> with the Annihilus, then yeah it balances out again of like, especially cause the Annihilus isn't the one that's soft to the disruption, like the ongoing hate with uh, Enchantress or Shang-Chi hate. Right. It's so, uh, 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 this is a discussion that can go on for so long, but it's so hard to like, That th- that's part of like game design. It's part of just like, just looking at like playtesting and stuff like that. There's always things that are hidden and I'm kind of, I'm interested in maybe trying out something tomorrow on stream with uh with Devil Dino, I want, I I want to see, I want to try and look around tomorrow on stream and find if there's any like unsung heroes, like little packages similar to Annihilus and like. Well, it's, it's
1: probably this. move. That seems to be what the developers always hint at of like undiscovered options. And honestly, Dagger right now with like two move cards hits flipping hard, man. That's <laughs> you move fair. her in the late game and she gets massive. It's just like the rest of the synergies are so all over the place, but there's probably yeah. something there. All right, well, let's A Sarah continue. move deck that sets it all up and then tees off like all your moves at the end. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe <laughs> maybe, maybe. maybe 2099. What do you think of this? Do we want to segue into the OTA?
0: Oh, uh, we're doing that, but we're starting with the good card, not the bad card. We'll oh, thank you. Thank goodness. <laughs> <In a laughs> the moment. really
1: good card.
0: The fantastic card. It is Luke Cage. Now, of course, for those of you who don't know, you should know if you've logged in to Snap today. Uh, But Luke Cage and a bunch of other cards have been changed via an OTA. And this is the first one you can read on your own what they describe as the reason for this. Uh, Basically, they just said they made a big old oopsie when they dropped him to a 2-3 in the single lane. They're like, you know what? It's probably good for the game to be a three-cost ongoing. And that's what he is. He's a 3-4 back to the og ongoing your cards can't have their power reduced not in the lane but everywhere and they're sticking to their guns about the minimum three cost being the rule for their global effects i know also, you're very happy i'm very happy yes awesome
1: cerebro players we hear you the devs are singling you out they're declaring war you cannot have fun with luke cage ever again i'm sorry. Every single time an OTA comes out, right, there's somebody crying about the C Cerebro deck that got murdered, and it would the Cerebro threes were still trying to use Luke, and now he, it's like he gone could have forever. been a
0: three three, and I would have thought that would be fine. I would have been happy. Honestly, with that. yes, and being a three. No, they I...
1: have, they declared war against you, Cerebro players. Stick it to them, okay? You will get no yeah, mercy from the developers.
0: Even, they even mention. Uh, uh, with that change in the decks, we thought would still play the effect happily, such as Cerebro 3. So we're taking yeah, the other route and returning Luke's effect to global. We're taking the other cost. route,
1: which means Cerebro 3's, it's war. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I tried Cerebro 4. It was horrible. Don't it was do it. was horrible. And it, you would think it'd be okay because you have access to Claw, uh, Miss Marvel, Sarah. Um, you yep. could even play Hazmat in the last turn to get him to four. You can play Ant-Man as a one-four, technically. Like, right? On paper, you're like, this feels like it could work it's garbage it yeah. is one of the worst things i've experienced well it doesn't have
1: control and it doesn't have lockdown which is kind of how the other and, Super decks have eked out their place in the meta so i don't know yeah
0: and it doesn't have location manipulation that's what i yeah. found to the worst i had a game that was Monster metropolis so plus three to the highest cost card or yep. highest power card there i had aunt Maze and then I had um, Wakandan Embassy, where Perfect. my three locations, one game. And I was like, are you kidding me? Yep. <laughs> what do I do?
1: <laughs> do I just try? Have you I'm considered gonna... <laughs> retreating?
0: <laughs> yeah, uh, But exactly. yeah, this is awesome. Uh, have you tried any cooks with Luke Cage? I know it's basically just kind of looking at like what you used to do with Luke Cage. Like hazmat junk stuff is an idea. Um, yep but is there any and did this inspire you of any new things did you just slot it into uh, surfer because he's a three cost now
1: so i yeah it's like he's always the pendulum to be the control card against um high evolutionary which is now just a meta evergreen i think the big winners are going to be getting your hazmat decks going again because there's so little cosmo that wong is kind of free as long as you have really good payoff like wong's pretty greedy still but the yeah. control's often not hitting him and even with like, um, I'm blanking out, grandmaster being able to open up another spot on the wong, you can do some cheeky stuff. How and then go? the man thing, just as like a plug and like that's a package. Luke Cage man thing. We wanted to bridge the discussion yeah, from before. Yeah, I, I do. Th- what, I do. would, uh, would What's like it to missing, back to that? Brad? That's where's the rule of three? Because Hazmat doesn't really play. She no. could, but it. Either she's not good enough, or we need something else.
0: You, you need either a, uh, you need either like an early cost card, like a hazmat, like a, like a two or one, dro- like one drop to like give you a proper setup, to like yep. like okay, imagine a a debris type of effect on yeah. like a korg body, like instead of it just being like you add a rock to their deck, it's you add a rock to this side of the opponent's board, yep, something like that is what I would view as like maybe, maybe it's the the actual thing
1: is I mean you've got Hood black and
0: Nihilus. Blackwood is not
1: affected by man thing though.
0: Oh, because it's a zero, that's right. It's yeah. one, two, and three. It dodges it. That's so, it. It's a, that's so
1: sn- goofy. It's a so, sneaky way around.
0: Yeah. So uh, I mean you could say that it's it's Luke Cage debris and uh man thing but i find debris to be incredibly underwhelming um and uh yeah and and just as much of a detriment to your own success as it is uh impending your opponents so
1: she definitely was
0: yeah we'll see i don't know it's interesting um you could just say it's like oh you just play an five head like just do that but uh (laughs) it's just i don't know i don't know Uh, that's another one to think of so yeah I'll, I'll yeah, I kind of love it week when you're
1: that. when you're choking up the board, being able to tech into the big cloud when you know where their final plays are going to right. be. I I love seeing the hazmat come back. That was one of like back in the beta days and early release. I was playing a lot of hazmat and um, with Wong and White Tiger looking better as well. I don't know. There could be something there. We'll see.
0: Like I said, uh, the we tried Haiva with that today too with uh, Cyclops thing um and uh that's the other
1: side right is your payoff is the abomination right yeah
0: which i mean i don't know all right next 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 if it's gonna let me there we go it's hulkbuster now this is a weird one we had some alluding to the last few days of people asking in the uh the discord ask the team of, uh, hey, is uh, Destroy you know in, in encroaching on your uh, too high of metrics or whatever? And Glenn yeah. said, yes. Not only was it the second best deck during Blob's reign, it's now currently the number one deck. Yeah. Uh, and we, uh, we're probably going to reign. And so there's two things. We'll talk about Hulkbuster, and there's also one thing. that I don't know if you saw this. Uh, they made a little oopsie-daisy and kind of uh, leaked a, uh, a potential change to Destroy. In the the notes today on the website, and they took it down.
1: Oh, I think I missed it.
0: Oh, then you're gonna love it. In a I've second. been at work
1: stocking shoes all day, man. <laughs> but I so, do love this change because it's a very respectful, quote unquote, nerf. It's bringing the high roll of adding that huge plus five to these bodies that made exponential use out of it down, but it's bringing the cost down as well, which makes the combo side of the deck easier and right. then easier to fit into kind of mid-game like you're looking at. Before, if you were delayed on the Hulk Buster, it was like boom and bust. Now, you could pretty happily play like a Buster-Carnage turn four combo, and I could see that being very effective. So mm-hmm. it's, I think it's actually bringing the floor of the Destroy deck up, even though it's bringing the ceiling down.
0: I think you're 100% right. If you look at the old version of Hulkbuster as a 3-5, then yeah. you'd look at like... Deadpool on two, Hulkbuster on three, and now yep. you have a uh, a one six. Destroy it twice uh, over the next couple turns, and you'll have a um, a one twenty four.
1: Right, which is obscene, but yeah, it's very
0: yeah. very strong. Now, if you do that as well, now you can tend get to thirty two in the new version but that's involving three destroys and that's an insane curve in its own right. And you also lose the ability to set up X-23, Wolverine, or anything else. So you're just looking at hopefully having Deadpool Taskmaster on six and that is it and maybe a death along the way, but I don't think it's still enough there. Anyway, so now you'll go on one, Deadpool, two, Hulkbuster. A couple of destroys will get you to a 1.8 or a one sixteen, and that's going to be more of the average, right? I feel yeah. like because H- Hulkbuster... Was a little easier, essentially, to just like hold and wait and get the high roll Deadpool. It brings down, like you said, it, it cuts the top off a little bit. You're not going to see a lot of 124s. You will sometimes. Sometimes you'll see a 132 and they taskmaster. Okay, cool. But on average, you'll see a 18 and a 1 and a 116, which is still very good, but it's less power towards null overall it's less hits and destroys to to help towards death. Um, And uh, that you still have to leverage using your other cards like X 23 Wolverine and all the other stuff as well that you want to kind of set up. So I think this is a good change. I I think people saying that it's more of a buff is I I understand what they're coming from. I think in part, and in some ways it can be, but I think overall I'm hoping it, uh, it evens out and it makes the, the, the uh you know the nut draw potential of uh destroy a little less like god i gotta retreat
1: yeah i also like my favorite interactions with hulkbuster were always the fun twists of being able to play like a Nico or an iron fist and then have hulkbuster get it activated on a the effect activated on a card i had already Hmm. played and this opens up more combo potential there it's way more free like it's way less stringent on finding the right spell of Nico on the exact right turn with the Hulkbuster. You can kind of wait if you wanted to really set up that combo or same thing with the move.
0: I just like it. I, I like the play. I like the change. Yeah.
1: Um, I mean, we've seen Forge do basically the same thing. He had been a huge high roll card to like right. the 2-3 and then coming down to the 1 cost, 1-1. One, one. They want the buffs to be more subtle but easy to combo.
0: Yeah, I like it. Uh, oh, uh, the... Um, potential change that was leaked so for those that didn't see this it was a change to venom so it was posted on the website for the patch notes and they had a full explanation for it written up and everything and it was venom from a 3-3 to a 4-5
1: yeah make it more expensive
0: yeah and um honestly I see a lot of people like on Twitter, like kind of freaking out, like sky is falling. It's like, oh, this is not going to do what they want it to do. So they're definitely going to have this Venom change happen. And I'm like, even if they did, is that that bad? Like, am I just crazy? That just
1: seems like a sidestep to me.
0: It seems fine.
1: Now, I mean, I will say, like, it, it depends on what school of Destroy you play. Do you play Mega Venom or do you play the Venom that you actually want just under Shang range? I've, I mean, I've seen both. I've been beaten by both. I think the more frustrating one is actually the Venom that stays just under Shang range, mm-hmm. and then increasing his power and cost, etc., really puts you on. This is just the Mega Venom bus, and then he's very vulnerable to control. I
0: mean, if you like, okay, uh, imagine this. If if Venom was a four-five, imagine this little setup. On one, you do like X twenty-three. On two, you do Wolverine. On three, in another lane, you go like, uh, like. Hulk buster on top of like a deadpool, and then on four you can venom that or you can like or you can carnage it um and like or like even like Nico plus something another destroy whatever, and then on five yeah. you get the deadpool back, and then you just place the deadpool on top of your Wolverine lane and then you venom on five that's still so good i and on top of that,
1: no it is, yeah.
0: You know what card gets cut from lists a lot? Let's actually look real quick, because if I go real quick and I go I pull I, up untapped.
1: I would really hope they ship a different change for Venom. Like I can understand him being the card they want to change, but I don't want to see the four cost just because of how much that would do against the Nimrod deck that's like not really hanging on anyway. If right. you lose your three cost, then um it's so much harder to make value off Nimi.
0: So let's see. There are six, eight lists, ten, uh, about, I would say, on and on. looking through all of these, roughly 35 to 40% of them cut Deathlock. Yeah. That's the one that you lose. No Deathlock. Well, it's
1: because a lot of them want to run Killmonger, and then it's hard to fit. Like, it like you choose between those.
0: Well, if Venom was a four drop, it actually gives you a reason to run Deathlock again. Yeah, the curve is fine. Um, and like, then maybe you just say, I'm not going to do this high roll Artemisola stuff. I mean, I actually hold on, this just looks fine. Like, if this just changed to a four cost, it's now the only four cost destroy card.
1: That seems so, fine to me. Yeah, honestly, the four five is I feel like it's too generous. Put them at four, four three. Yeah. Put yeah, at four, four,
0: four, five. I feel like would generate a lot of power. Still, like I, yes. I, 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 I have no worry about that. So for those of you thinking, "Oh Lord, the sky is falling. We cannot have this happen." Um, yeah, destroy is
1: still very playable, right?
0: Both now and in the future, because yeah. you know what else is going to be coming out with with uh, with new cards, new locations, things for destroy. Always. All the way You'll always. You'll a... always get it. You'll always get a new location that cares about Destroy. you always get a new card that cares about Destroy. It's just a matter of time. It is the most loved archetype, apparently, by Second Dinner, as far as the love yeah. they give to it.
1: All the support, man.
0: All right, next. Heimdall. He's a 6'9". It's the
1: wrong change. Don't buff him. Make him cheaper. But I'm okay with it.
0: Okay, so uh, I was on stream, and there is an opponent that I had that was able to play... Um, I can't remember why. Uh, they Maybe they had Sarah down or something. I don't know. But they were able to play like Heimdall plus another card on yeah. five. Yeah, And I was like, Teddy, go fuck yourself. I don't ever want to see Heimdall as a five cost. This is a
1: nightmare. Make it happen. No move <laughs> needs. It's time in the sun. We can revert it after a season. Just give them one season. <laughs> right. Uh, so, yeah, they, they basically just say that the
0: whole reason he was a six eight in the first place was because they want him to be just under shang chi range yeah. and now that shang chi's range has increased by one therefore his power is following suit uh um, fair enough I, there's nothing really to talk about with this it's, it's like it's cool um still maybe, don't play him yeah i have seen i've seen more Heimdall today than i have in a while because people want to play their new shiny
1: thing Well, yeah but, because uh... it What's well, coming called, with an alteration we'll get to about 2099, but the big thing is the new dagger is looking very strong, and so just, like, gradual point acquisition on this move deck. You have Hercules that you can kind of toy around with. You have... Well, Hulkbuster now is in an interesting spot, because move was also a deck that wanted to play Hulkbuster. We'll see how that shakes out, but the dagger is definitely better, and if the Heimdall's better, maybe it's worth revisiting.
0: Yeah, just... Uh, this- the move deck's cool. I just feel like Heimdall needs a rework. Okay, I, th- this was my this was my thought. This is so hard to template. This is gonna be so. If you can figure it out, Teddy, yeah. th- that would save my life. Okay. Now, imagine if it was dependent on what location you put him in. Where they went. If you play okay. him in the right location, the cards will always like the the cards in the adjacent locations move towards him. Or, wa- gotcha. or away from him, whichever you want, and vice yep. versa for the left lane, and then the middle lane. They either move away from him, like the middle to the left. I think or you right, just say that you can't whatever. play him
1: mid. You say you okay. can only be played left or right, and then the cards will move based on that.
0: Move away from like on reveal, all car all your cards move away from Heimdall.
1: Yeah,
0: and you just do left or right. Yeah. Well, no, that's actually... That, that template works fine in the middle, too. Because well, then... It in the it depends on middle, how you want to
1: divide mid and the ones... So you're saying you play a mid just to, like, evacuate the mid lane?
0: Yeah, they just randomly go left or right. Yeah. Because, like, they're moving away from him.
1: Right. So... It'd be way weaker, but, yeah, you could do well, it. Well, the
0: mid lane would be way weaker, sure, but... Yes. Having, having the, the flanks be able to... Because now, you can be like, well you can still kind of telegraph to your opponent, like which way you're going to be moving based on your plans before that. But, you know, maybe if you have a, a, it it would encourage move players to set up a bit more in the mid lane than they usually do. Then all in on the right lane, you know, because that's what I see a lot if they're setting up for Heimdall yeah, it's like stack, a lot of right lane right, and a couple of mid
1: the mind game is is Heimdall going mid or is he going left like how how much are they right. contesting which of those two lanes with the final play and then you know they're losing hard on the far right and but they're going to win mid etc
0: but this would be a crazy buff to move because now you can actually just really like add a lot of power in the mid lane for your setup and then you're like okay if they go left then they're going to go to the right lane here. Um, so what's got to do that math, and then vice versa. Dude, that's such an easy fix. Oh, my God. On reveal, your other cards move away from Heimdall. That's it. Yeah. Where's, where's Glenn? I need to call him right now. <laughs> do this.
1: Uh, it would be way better. And then I think it would justify keeping him as a six cost because he is so telegraphed yes. and like everybody knows it's right to left. That's why I'm lobbying for the five cost shame doll. but, um, uh, we'll see where he lands.
0: All right. Well, let's go on to the other move card. That's uh, significantly, we'll see. Uh, it's Spider-Man 29.9, <laughs> Sig- a card that people yeah. have been asking for a change for quite some time now. And he's going from a four, six to a Five nine because Teddy... The devs
1: hear you, they're saying, they're forecasting larger changes, but they wanted to try this, like, simple alteration first. Yeah. So, uh,
0: I know for a fact, based on, um, uh, like, various conversations, uh, as well as sentiment expressed through what the developers have constantly said, whether it's from, whether it's from Glenn or otherwise, they will never... Do what you want, my friends. I know you're gonna be pounding the table. Say so just let them destroy each each one lane,
1: right? Yeah, or multiple yeah, times yeah.
0: in the game. They will never do it for two reasons. One, they think it's obviously unfun to play against. If you're if they keep moving, like have you gotten hit by Grandmaster Valk or Grandmaster Shang-Chi, Grandmaster Shadow King? That doesn't feel very good when you get hit twice, right? Now, if you could do that three times with this, that's gonna feel pretty bad. And then there's RNG aspect to it. Better I mean, example is you've seen gambit, yeah. gambit hitting the the one of four in that lane makes you want to just scream. They don't want you to deal with that. The other thing is, I would it's push back a little bit track. is that
1: the gambit requires less setup like having him be a four or even keeping him at a five cost, like letting you really hit a big combo here. And I'm also always going to thump the table on move just being a bad archetype and it needs something. Right. <laughs> the f- beating four cost heart, Brad. <laughs> so well, it's a five yeah, cost. Yeah.
0: Now you lost the four cost heart. I know that's, that's
1: Hercules, right? Hercules is the four cost heart. Who's I don't know. He's,
0: <laughs> um, but the other Not thing that the reason they won't do it. Is again this is from their perspective whether or not you agree with it but based on their own sentiment this is what they believe it's unfun and it's a nightmare to track from both players perspective both the controller i trying to remember what lane it's gone off on when moving it around and of course obviously the opponent because then you look like how many times you looked away from sokovia when it goes off you don't know you discarded or Chat, you looked away that's when that's you... for Exactly. Well, not everyone has a chat, um, and you look away from Spider Ham, and you're like, I don't know what they hit, like right. So oh, imagine doing worst. that with uh, when they Spider or they they, they do some with uh, spider 2099, and you it goes off like multiple times. You're like, I don't know what lane that that hasn't gone off it. Like it'd that... be
1: so easy. He could throw webs on the locations after he had gone there.
0: Yeah, that's fair. But then they don't. They probably they would probably say that's too much clutter on the. Uh, mm on the board. I don't know, you could just just take the Spider-Man old Spider-Man effect of like the web and put it at like 70% opacity.
1: Yeah. <laughs> it's probably fine. The, exactly. You could reuse the old assets that you cut from the game yeah. and just give it to this guy and then he's got
0: you know, Teddy, I'm I'm happy that you have answers and rebuttals to these. It's uh <laughs> we we need to get Glenn or another developer from Second Dinner on the show so yeah. you can yell
1: at them and be like So I could tell about to do his job. That's <laughs> is, <laughs> yeah. That's definitely the can't stop snapping brand. We get the yep. guests on and then we berate them. Obviously they don't know <laughs> what they're doing.
0: <laughs> if you if you look at the subreddit, if you look at Discord, a lot of players have that sentiment, I, which everyone's is
1: everyone's got my back, so hmm. I don't know what they yeah. <laughs>
0: Uh the last change is actually one of the more interesting ones I think is yes. actually maybe the most impactful I thought it was going to be the third most impactful most impactful May- I thought it was going to be the most third the third most impactful after today but after streaming all day playing all day and seeing yeah. the community play I think this might be number 1 it's ghost going from a 1 2 to a 3 5 the ongoing is the exact same now there's only one home that Ghost has had, for the most part, uh, in her entire life cycle since she's been introduced to the game. And that's either a variation of Thanos Zoo with Valkyrie uh, and like Spectrum or something like that, or yes. just that same thing, but no Thanos,
1: right? That's pretty yes, much... it's ongoing Valkyrie. It's It's Valkyrie. Right.
0: Exactly. Now, she still is very good with Valkyrie, don't get me wrong. You don't Valkyrie her, obviously. That's a that's a, a non a non bow, uh, but I mean, I guess you can. At the worst case scenario, depending on how much you net from it, right? Ooh, with Luke Cage, with Luke Cage, you can Valkyrie her, and she doesn't reduce. Oh, yeah. That's yeah. cool. Um, anyway, people have been cooking. I've tried it a little bit for a couple hours before I came on the uh, came on the pod today. It's Sarah Control
1: just slotting her in.
0: Because Sarah Control already has things like Gladiator, how, has,
1: has uh, How do you has... feel about Eliath?
0: Elioth, again. Oh, so here's my thing, in Sarah Control specifically, Eliath yeah. isn't as big of a deal because Sarah Control is really? so. Well, hear me out. Sarah Control is so effective at spread, especially when you have if you have like Zabu and like Sarah down at spreading okay. where all your answers are going. So there will be games where you lose to Eliath. That happens in every game, like yeah. no matter what deck you are playing. But Fair. on average, on average, this particular build is really good at just getting power down earlier rather than late with things like um, with things like uh, or stuff like that as well. Uh, Miss Marvel and th- uh, as well, okay. um, and this in her own right is a three five above rate, rate yep. so uh, three four. So if they a six,
1: isn't she's it? a three five? Yeah, but isn't the rate three six like you get two power per energy?
0: Well, I mean, the vanilla rate is three four. Okay, so she's above rate in that sense.
1: Cyclops really should have been a three five, in my opinion, but um, well, I'll let it. We'll, we'll move on. Three five is a fine He's, stat line. It's it's yes. a fine stat line. Um, it, it
0: it's good. Like you add enough power, and then you also just throw priority. Sure, they can they can ally at that one lane to protect where you're going to Shang Chi. But you also have yep. Enchantress and Shadow King, which are both incredibly um, applicable at the moment.
1: Uh, right.
0: Rockslide, Miss Marvel. Uh, I'm not rocks. I'm sorry, Darkhawk, Miss Marvel. Uh, even Noel is pretty good to hit as well. So yeah, they Eliath one lane, but you just kind of take care of the other two. I'm not, and then you also have to look at what the decks are playing Eliath as well, and context matters in
1: that sense. Yeah, too. and I mean that's the thing is it's like. The Sarah using Ms. Marvel and Gladiator, I could see where throwing initiative might become a problem. Normally, for Sarah control, it's not too much of a problem. No. And then again, Elioth is always going to be bad for Sarah control. So, well, like, Ghost, like, how much worse does that matchup get for Ghost, and how much better do the other matchups get with Ghost? Is like the question. Do you run I, Surfer?
0: No. I uh, you you're only doing really even though doing... she's a three cost. Yeah. I tried okay. her in a surfer list today. It wasn't great. <laughs> okay I'm being honest. I
1: mean, that's fair enough. I don't see like that surfer deck loving or needing this effect. So
0: I will say, um there are times, like I don't think it's particularly hard to throw priority in a Sarah control list. However, there are times that because I need to throw priority and I put Sarah in a particular lane in order to do so, um, yeah. then I am kind of a little, you know, not over committing, but like leaning towards adding a bit extra cards to another certain lane uh, to ensure that I win it than if I was able to play Sarah there in the first place, right? Where now you can have priority with Ghost and then still do your Sarah control things. Like it just, it, yeah. it adds that one little extra layer of just, oh, I don't care where I play my cards now except yeah. for that last turn where i counter their stuff. Right. You know? So that, that alone has been pretty cool. Uh, otherwise, um, I tried some Valkyrie stuff with her in other lists. I've tried Valkyrie in the Sarah control list. Um, I, I wish I could tell you that we found the deck. I wish I could tell you that we found the ghost deck, but it's just, it's going to end up being, she slots perfectly in Sarah control now. And that's boring. It's, it's unexciting for the most part. I'm sorry. If anyone listening has better cooks, please share them. Please. I want, I want to play this. I We tried her in the, the traditional Valkyrie Thanos list, ongoing stuff. She was still really good there too. The one drop didn't hurt as bad as I thought it would, or losing the one drop, I mean. Uh, yeah. But it's boring. Right. You know, it's, all, it's a deck that already exists. Someone cook something for me like i we i wanted to do like magic grandmaster valkyrie stuff too with her but like that didn't really come together i tried her in like the jund style silver samurai discarding like you know iron man bringing it back and uh and like then running valkyrie for that too to hit the iron man and stuff but that deck really wanted magic but like how do you fit magic in that and also fitting the engine of zabu uh your four drops uh to be able to have the effective Iron Man discard and stuff. It's just, it's so hard. And then that deck is also like, it really, it yearns for stature and black Bolt. but how do you fit those in there now? Like, it's just, it's, uh, uh. so please give me your cooks. I I, I need, I need them. I want to cook with this card. And that's it. Uh, That ignore these. Uh, These are, I took the I just added the four first sides of the relevant cards and then uh that's it. Any what what do you think overall, Teddy? We know for those of you who also know about the Elsa thing, that's in the patch next week. It appears. So
1: Yeah, I think all around the meta is still wide open. We're seeing this resurgence of just good card decks of many different flavors, which is really great. I still don't really have any like I don't have a nerf wish list, which is what always tells me that the meta is in a very healthy spot. Right. And uh, yeah, we'll see where these OTAs land, how much the bottom feeders come up. And I think that really more changes to move is like the one thing I really want to see. We'll probably see, I hope that Luke Cage comes up a fair bit. He was one of the really cool cards and then getting Man Thing into the rotation for people who got that card recently, let him, because I think that the Luke Cage change really hurt him.
0: Yeah, I I think so too. And Man Thing is a fantastic art, so I'd be very happy to see that uh, that card come back to the to the forefront. Yeah. And looking ahead, next week we got two cards coming out. First, I hope you have the the right art for
1: Super Giant Chosen because there is a right and a wrong.
0: All right, we'll we'll, let's see in a second, I suppose.
1: Man, what do you think economy wise if they keep hitting us with the double card release like? is that what what's the motivation here (laughs) do they just want people to have to spend a little more to keep up or do you think it's more on the side of they want to be able to push card options even on weeks where people who are not buying the battle pass like is it actually more free-to-play interesting to always have a card to consider or is this worse free-to-play because in general the cost is higher to maintain a complete collection
0: Okay, so if you look at it from their perspective and you assume... Second dinner
1: or free-to-play?
0: Second dinner. Okay, If you yeah. look at it from second dinner's perspective and you assume that there is no malicious intent and they truly, in their heart of hearts, believe in the no com- no complete collections type of, type of thing, unique collections is the way to go, all that stuff. Uh, like Because uh, that's their philosophy and that's what they say they believe in. I don't in.
1: think they're malicious with their economy. I do think they believe that the most... Um, what engaging and entertaining game is going to make the most money in the long run not right. necessarily the most predatory monetized one will
0: right so and I, I also believe that it's not malicious at all um, I'm just saying trying to there are people in the audience that definitely do believe that secondary has a, some uh, malicious bone in their body Um. <laughs> so if you go from that point of view where they don't feel it's necessary to have a, comp- a complete collection you can if you want to like Ben Brode said uh, in one of like the earlier videos, talking about like like an ad for Snap, saying you know he even mentions that he's like, look, the game is not really going to reward you like super heavily of like you know spending money on it. Like you can you can spend money to kind of speed up certain aspects of it, but for the most part, the journey is still going to be about you know the journey and not the end destination. And yeah. I think they believe that. So with that in mind. I would assume that they're thinking the addition of a new card alongside the season pass card is more variance. Uh, I guess variance is the wrong word. Uh, More.
1: No, it definitely um, is. It's it's like a fork in the road. People will choose one or the other. Yes. They'll more often choose a skip card in a season when you have more total cards. Yes. And then coming back to it's kind of hard. So you're going to have more unique, quote, unquote, unique collections.
0: Yeah. And I think it's more so like, you know, like the, it gives them a chance to have more cards for everybody, you know, like let's look at just real quick. Uh, before I will talk about say this, like, it's just... a
1: little feels bad if like that's the angle, if they're going to put like significant balance changes on cards immediately. And I know right. that's another discussion. And I like the fact that they put the quick balance changes on things. But for the free-to-play person who's very carefully strategizing on, like, I'm going to take this, and then it gets, like, nerfed in the week, and you skipped other stuff to be able to get it, like, that does, I understand, that sucks.
0: Yeah, so, like, my, like if you look at this this month, we're not going to review all of these, we're just going to talk about the, the first two, but just real quick, uh, this is, like, a, an ultimate tech card. This yep. is a Thanos. card that's great with like Thanos himself or a, like a Zoo deck, right? This is a discard card. This is also yep. a discard card, but this yep. can also double as a discard ramp card. So you have a little bit of like not everything. There's not like destroy and, and stuff like that, but you have a pretty good. V- oh, and Black Swan is another one cost thing, right? So yes, there is overlap with this season. If like there is for every season in some regard, but there's enough different flavors of each card where you supposedly can scratch the itch of most players and you can give them a, a clear choice of what they would prefer to like play with.
1: So They're also it- kind of giving you Spotlight cash packages, right? You got Zabu, Hawken, Supergiant. So you had two fours in the four discounter. You right. had Proxima, Midnight, and Modok, and Dakin, so a discard package. So it's kind of like you're either going to get cool variants to show off with that deck build that you're already specializing in, or you're like, oh, this is my week to be able to round out the holes in my collection.
0: Yeah, I yeah that, that too. Like th- there's, and then like Cold sitting and Thanos, uh, Nimrod's a little bit of a weird one. Um, yeah. Corvus X3 makes be sense. Some weird ones. Gladiator's a weird one, but we love eight bulb. Yeah. And then like you said, yeah, this is a good one too. So, right, I I think it's overall is that Nimrod
1: the ultimate variant.
0: Uh, no, that's that's uh, a different one.
1: The okay. ultimate
0: is uh is like the is the the like anime mech one. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, it's uh oh, this, the Kim Jacinto. This one is the ultimate. Oh, gotcha. Um, this is the other, the other. That's I have the this good one, one. The spotlight. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, okay. I from a consumer perspective, though, I can understand how it feels like they'll never they never want us to be collection complete. Because like that's kind yeah. of their intent. They don't really, they don't really want people to be collection complete. Cause they don't I don't think they view Snap as like a if if Snap ever goes down the route of being like this hyper competitive, like just grind, like try to be like the best player in the world, which you know they're they're adding a little bit of that, but not enough, then they might make the economy better to be collection complete while also giving them enough money generation. If they need to figure that out, they will. They absolutely will figure out how to do that. But until then, it's supposed to be the toilet game, three minute games. You, it's on your phone. They're not aiming to be hyper competitive at the moment, so there's no reason for them to have an encouraging factor of complete complete uh, complete collections, not complete complexions, complete <laughs> collections. Uh, like just, I, I see nothing wrong with it from their point of view, but I do yeah. understand of like. I like being collection complete. I want to have all the cards and this is going yeah, to that's be a the lot thing. harder to do like as a content
1: so. creator, I kind of have to be collection complete. Right. And then even then, like having two cards released the same day, I almost wish they spaced it out at least by 24 hours for us. I mean, come on, man. I can't marathon stream all of these and they don't always fit in the same deck. And then people are bouncing in already and they're like, oh, have you done this deck? That's a card I haven't even touched yet, bro. It's been out for 30 minutes. Okay, please. <laughs> Let me you... just play my stuff let me cook
0: since we're both in the creator program and uh we we do get the the 2k gold a month yeah we get the 20
1: dollar subsidy
0: yeah would you rather that just be like here's four spotlights a month yes like wouldn't that be great (laughs) so much yes like uh like i know i know why it's 2k gold because it makes us more likely to buy a um a variant or something, or maybe buy a bundle that's like you buy with gold because we
1: had a little extra gold and stuff. Right, the point is that you get the flexibility on what you're spending on. Well,
0: not even that. It's a walking advertisement.
1: Yeah. Because think about all the Twitter posts. It's like,
0: uh, you know, 100 likes and I'll get this variant kind of thing, right? Like that happens all the time.
1: I mean, or just like here's the deck, but they're showing off their collection with their variants. Right. And people are like, oh, that looks great.
0: And then it encourages the the people that watch these content creators, be like i love this variant i might I'm, I'm gonna go get it now and they actually buy the gold rather than that um now you could argue that it could be the same thing with the the spotlights we get extra spotlights we get extra cards it's uh or at least have yep. a, a better chance of being collection complete advertise the cards go 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 get them go get them but whatever black swan what do you think of her
1: she seems amazing end of your next turn your one cost cards cost zero for the monkey drop oh my goodness for you know she's such a dramatic energy cheat you're gonna have to break your brain a little bit and like accept not being energy efficient at times because if you just go full gas no deck is gonna have either the board space or like the card draw to sustain a full gas kind of black swan playstyle. but she seems really good throw initiative, drop them all.
0: So do you think that she takes... Um, well, I guess we'll see what the Elsa changes on, in the next patch, I suppose. Yeah. Um, but do you think she takes Elsa's old spot of just, like, Thanos' staple? Thanos' staple? You, probably you think not, because I feel like, like Thanos enough.
1: drops the stones early game and then curves into Big Boy's late game. Right. And Black Swan wants to play like I play my stones right on curve to get the card draw rolling, and I that kind of lets me draw other stones. So I don't know if with Thanos how often I really have just like a handful of these cheap guys. I think Black Swan probably plays more, and I do think that she could be better playing her in a mid-game situation rather than only waiting for the final turn, where you can get mm-hmm. preyed upon by some pivotal control effects. I mean, or by you know, Elioth. <laughs> so dropping stuff on five, also leech, right? There's so many effects that are kind of like just hovering around in enough meta share that you're probably going to try and play Black Swan on four, three or four.
0: Yeah, uh, I mean, I could see playing her like, I mean, I could see her being played on two, like, uh, like uh, in a Thanos deck in particular, because like sometimes... Yes, you might want to just tempo out your stones um, just to get the card draw going, but there are times where the the stones you have in hand are reality stone, and you don't really want to change. There's no hit to change yet on the first two locations, and you don't want to just blindly hit the third location. You want it yeah. to be of value if, if you need it to be, um, especially if your opponent ends up playing magic um, or whatever later, or you have time stone in your hand, and you don't want to ramp that early. Um, you want to play that on Two or I'm, I'm sorry on three, not on two. Or it's space stone. It's like I have right. nothing to move yet, so I don't, I want to get value of that. Um, so sure. maybe her on two, and you have those kind of stones on three, and that just lets you go like a big dump of a lot of stones you've been holding on three. Yeah, yeah. Replace them all immediately, and then go from there. Like that just seems like it could be it fine. But what
1: about what might be even more pivotal is her on five on Thanos. With like a Thanos zoo where they have other one yeah. cost in the deck, and then it's like, oh my goodness, I'm gonna have to fight Blob and Martyr and Ooh. his last couple stones that he drew, which otherwise the deck is not playing. Like that could be pretty scary. Or just also imagine. Bounces
0: well, bounce bounces true.
1: Bounce, because like, now a mid-game, oftentimes with especially with the cost in cost and increase in cost in beast. You have one cost cards that you're like, well, I'm not going to play this because I really need to get the the engine going with the beast going. But like a mid game black swan rolling into even a towards the end game falcon or beast still puts so much power on the board and then back in hand is seems really cool.
0: Right. And I'm thinking like in terms of Thanos, uh, imagine a turn where you want to play spectrum on the last like the, you're doing like an ongoing zoo thing and you're already oh, you got yes. your your, your uh, Kozar down you got your boom marvel down um that you're able to ramp into and then on five you play swan whatever else maybe like Kyera for protection kind of thing um and then you just go like soul stone power stone uh your other stones and then uh ant-man as well on top of that and then spectrum because those were all free um or even thanos if you're able to complete the stone collection and get him to 20 power in some instances right where you feel confident in the other lanes that sounds fun <laughs> uh or even just valkyrie at the end too like if that's the line like just all that same thing but you play valkyrie
1: yeah because normally valkyrie is trying just to play alongside hood or like that ongoing effect but yeah it actually now that i'm thinking about it like, yes, I play the Stones on Curve, but I generally have a couple that just get pushed out of the game plan in the late game. Yeah. And having her give you the flexibility of working those in seems pretty sweet. What about... And
0: Mindstone Stone does draw you just one drops now. So it can draw you like... Yeah, Air that's man.
1: true. That's true. If you, you can flesh out your Zoo deck and Mindstone Stone will give you other tools. Your Nico, your Ant-Man, etc. Right.
0: You said high Energy Evo? Energy
1: efficiency for high Evo? What do you think? On the one hand, you have playing her on five where high evo can sometimes fall in a trap of just big card, one play on six, but oh, you passed me somewhere else. And this would give you a little bit of a diversification of threat. But it could also be, you know, the energy efficiency of, I don't know, how often are you bound up on getting like your Misty Night Nebula and Sunspot down? You probably incorporate a couple extra one-costs.
0: Right, you would have. I think you'd have to play at least one more for uh, one more one drop uh, to get yeah. that value, and then even then, Nico, if it's a if it's a game where I wasn't able to get like the only one that I will play late, um, if I draw it, um, I guess you could. So sunspot is only if I have a magic game and I'm still going to do the full right. pass on six, yeah. Um, but otherwise, it's it's just Misty Knight just to get that one extra float because it's three power essentially is how I view it. As can like we please? In.
1: Can I please get a card that is just the Nico Copy a card spell, like guaranteed? That That'd would be, great. be fun.
0: It'd be it'd be played in like so many decks though.
1: <laughs> yes, it would, especially if it was affordable. Oh.
0: yeah, just one cost. Copy your next card. Actually, um, the
1: the card that would always hit that spell, I think, has to be way more expensive. <laughs> like, yeah, I don't I know agree. what the stat line of that card is, but it's not a one-two.
0: Uh, yeah, so I think this is going to be a good card. There's a lot of homes for potentially, but it always ends with the idea of you need a, uh, an X amount of one-drops. I think the minimum should be four.
1: In deck? Yeah. Yeah. I'm wondering if it just, like, ends up rooming up in bounce and you can bring your bishop back. <gasps> Ooh. Because you have so much cycling or stuff like that.
0: Wait, what about Lockdown with Professor X? And you play like Martyr or it's like it's just other like or like Hood Demon with like a, a Nihilus mean, backup plan? You can, It does
1: mean that your turn five hits uh, so much more juice.
0: Right, to lock Professor X on top of like a Martyr or something like that if you play her on four. Yeah. You know? So
1: you play her four? Yeah. Oh yeah. That could be very spicy... I'm wondering, like, so how do you lock up the final turn? It's Elioth, right? You're just ahead in initiative. That's the other thing. It's just player with Eliath, You do your big drop five. You're ahead. You Elioth. It's over, right?
0: And with wave. Her with wave on five. Yeah. Because that lets you go... Um, a six drop that's a four cost, a two cost like a Maximus or something like that, right? Or even just Medusa if you're doing like that type of life initiative thing.
1: Um, no, no, it's a Scar it, because Scar is the old synergy with Wave. You've played one of the four costs that's ten power, and then you do Wave Black Swan, and you can play a six cost Scar and every one cost.
0: Right. <laughs> like that. I mean, that's that's a cool line right there. Just her with Wave, what you do six cost. Even without Scar, a two cost that's just a good value, and then X amount of one drops and just throw up at the end. Yeah. Like the, her being an on reveal is like the saving grace for this card in the sense of like balance, because this is a scary effect. Also limiting to one cost as well. But
1: Yeah, that's the thing is you limit the one cost, killmonger's still out there. New Electra. Baby. Ooh, scary. I don't know. Like, I don't think that she's Immediately, looking like breaking the game to me, but she does seem very fun to play around with. You did pick the right art, perfect.
0: Nice, uh, yeah. The the, the the art, like just this, all this in general, because like they all match with one another. Yeah. Like as a big panoramic, is awesome. This is the card. Yeah, it's so...
1: interesting how many archetypes they divided into for having such cohesion lore wise.
0: Yeah. Well, actually, hold on. Did Black Swan? Does she have one of those? Like, does she fit in? No,
1: no, she didn't get one for some reason.
0: Weird. Anyway, yeah. super giant. It's funny because last month we talked about this, leading up to Beta Ray Bill. I think it yep. was Beta Ray Bill was both of ours most anticip- uh, anticipated card, right, for last month. Yep. Yep. And we had to wait until the last week. This month, this is my most anticipated card, and we get it right in the first week because. Yeah. You just alluded to it a second ago. Elioth is a scary, scary purple boy, and gaining initiative, gaining priority, turns one through three, playing her, which a four or five is perfectly fine as far as rate goes. Yeah. I I don't think it's going to be too difficult to gain priority with this line. And then, of course, having her come down on four disrupts so many things. Sarah controls wants to cry. They can't play Sarah on five. All Um, right. This is a name you haven't
1: heard in a while, Brad. I know. Miss Marvel. It is Jean Grey. Jean Grey Supergiant. You're forcing the opponent to stack multiple cards in a lane you know as long as you take an initiative that you can wipe out with Elioth. You don't even have to take initiative technically now, right, with Supergiant because you just play play her on. You
0: have to have initiative on four.
1: All cards played. No, it's next turn. So it doesn't mean that you haven't, you don't need initiative ever. Yes, you do. Because they don't reveal until the game ends. So you just play her on four, whatever they play. I mean, you could even play her on five. And then what the, everything played on six. Well then, because it's all cards. Yeah, yeah. So if you play her on four, you don't need initiative. Just what they play on 5, you will guaranteed kill with Elioth.
0: You're right. It's because I was thinking... The reason I was thinking you needed uh, initiative is because I was imagining her as like a dream dimension thing. But Elioth isn't stuck.
1: Right, He's not in the dream dimension. Yeah. Oh, So if you play her on 5, you have to have initiative to get your Elioth to flip first. If you play her on 4, you don't.
0: And that makes the Jean Grey line very good. But here's the issue, though. Um... You really need to have a decent power output uh outside of that gene gray lane.
1: Well yes, yes. You're you're gonna have to be a good gene gray deck outside of that. You're gonna have to have plan B's, but the upside of hitting it feels like it does just win a game. And that's I, what I you're agree. really looking for. Also, bye bye, Sarah. Oh, that Sarah's yep, not exactly. revealing, my buddy. What you gonna do? <laughs> <laughs> yeah
0: no sarah on five uh like it's a, this is effectively what the same are, thing as playing mobius in a lot of instances
1: what are other like mid-game effects that are crucial jane
0: jane now with yeah. thor and beta ray bill uh i would yeah. say modok and discard um i yep. would say turn five for destroy is really important a lot it of the time for that last Oh man like,
1: destroy is hamstrung if they get a mid turn taken away
0: right absolutely um, hamstrung i would say uh there's no leech now against uh high evo which doesn't come you don't down. have
1: to worry about leeches the anti-leech tech that we didn't even know we needed yeah um there's a lot yeah there's some decks like hawk won't care Ms. marvel won't care let's, there's let's plenty look. of decks that won't care but there's so many more that really do like Thanos um, probably doesn't care.
0: Hella doesn't seem to care. Like Black Knight. Hella do-
1: might actually like it. I don't know. Uh, Hela, can we use this to benefit Hella? You can, right? Play this on four. Play your MODOK on five. Guaranteed not to reveal. Play Hella oh, six. Oh, and
0: not hit Hela. That's a fun little idea too. Yeah. It's like a build yeah. your invisible woman kind of thing.
1: Right, it's a one-turn invisible woman. That's board-wide. Uh, so. This
0: is just Thanos lockdown. Oh, yeah, I don't think they cares too much. Thanos there. will be fine. Destroy, like you said, get, it just wrecks their mid-game. Wrecked. Uh, hitting Leech and not letting that work is pretty impactful.
1: Right. Um, if they I, full pass, though, obviously you're very like you're like, what would I play Super Giant for? But... Right.
0: <laughs> um, let's see. Lockdown on five. Uh, their vision now no longer can move to a lane they wanted to move to so that's just a five eight stuck <laughs> in that lane it's uh, um, true uh they if they wanted to go for a late storm or if they're doing the version that does storm on four legion on five doesn't work no uh, no um so that's the thing this black knight with sarah of course we just talked about sarah, that's a huge hit can we do
1: uh a... you can't it's really like taking away the legion trick it doesn't like necessarily open up a Legion trick because it doesn't reveal to the end of the game. I mean, hiding Legion under it would be hilarious in certain situations, but it's very uncontrollable. It's very location-dependent just on what you randomly draw.
0: Of course, Sarah control, it's really bad for them. Um, Yeah. They can overcome it in in all fairness. They they generally
1: have a plan to still do something if they're not getting Sarah down. Yeah. But...
0: A uh, tribunal, uh, it could help That's them. Fine. It could hurt them, uh, in, in the context of thing that lane. Yeah, because <laughs> whenever a tribunal player is like, "I'm going to hide my stuff, find Invisible Woman,"
1: and you're just like, "Oh yeah, yeah. no, mm-hmm. you're not." <laughs> exactly.
0: Um, let Which see. I guess
1: I did just see. I tr- I saw Triple M up there a second ago. That is the counter to Black Swan, right? So I'm not too scared about Black Swan really warping the meta because Triple M is already just hanging around.
0: Why is Triple M the counter?
1: The cards from Black Swan discounting that. Sorry, we're, I was backtracking. Discounting the one costs doesn't happen if you have Triple M.
0: Oh, Black Swan. I understand. Okay. Yes, I was
1: confusing you. I just saw him yeah. and I was like... I was like...
0: To... I'm thinking of like Triple M preventing things from that. Yep. No, 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 no. no, no.
1: <laughs> Super Giant is still crazy good. Yeah, Super
0: Giant's very good. I don't know if it's going to warp the meta, but...
1: Uh... I, yeah, I think I've been waiting, Brad. The, I've just, never been wrong, and I, I've been wrong on so few predictions. And Gene Gray is probably the biggest egg on my face. And so, if Gene Gray can come back with Super Giant, <laughs> we're gonna make it happen.
0: <laughs>
1: uh,
0: no, I mean Valkyrie doesn't do much, I guess. Uh, it's still set up, I suppose. It's uh, oh, Annihilus not happening on five can actually mess them up a little bit
1: true yeah there's Um, so many initiative games that you could play because on the one hand we're like yeah you've got a nihilus or sorry aliath that you really want to be going first in but what about a deck that really wants to throw priority you could slam a big turn five that then is not going to reveal until later and the opponent can't really mess with it you could play a devil dino that's not going to be vulnerable to control and they're not going to know that it's there until it's too late to deal with stuff like this that's a good point too um is really interesting so that flexibility on Supergiant is what has me like extra excited. Obviously, just the Brute Force play it with <laughs> Alioth is going to be awesome. But the extra tricks that could filter in seems very fun. And then you get the energy efficiency with Zabu. And, Black ooh, Bolt. It's a full package.
0: Black Bolt doesn't hit your card, so no discount stature.
1: True. Black Bolt came around. You just block him.
0: Uh, ooh. Th- Galactus? <laughs>
1: Wait, wait, as you play Galactus or against Galactus? I guess...
0: Uh, both. Uh, I mean, against Galactus. No, you're right. If you're, Galactus. if you're ahead
1: in initiative, yeah, you got it. But,
0: well, turn five scary. is when they want to ramp into Galactus, you know, right? Or uh, get a go- wait, or if wait, they're not ramping, they just want to play a goblin in a lane and then the Galactus behind it.
1: What's the? Give
0: me the whole play pattern. So you're either ramp... So like in this particular version, you see there's yeah, no the, ramp,
1: right? Right.
0: So this version right here, the, which is the most popular version, is just like trying to establish priority with Sentry, uh, send over stuff with Annihilus, put a Hobgoblin or, or another Goblin or two in a lane for your Galactus potential. So you're playing Galactus on six pretty much all the time. And on five, you're either disrupting their Annihilus, sending over a void, so it messes up their initiative, uh, so they keep the void on, or, so dirty to or go. they play a Hobgoblin saying... and then never comes over.
1: Yeah, you're saying uh, Supergiant into Hobgoblin Galactus on another lane, and the opponent won't know the Hob. There's so much disguise in this deck just looking like a junk deck, and you're just praying that the Hobgoblin Galactus is big enough to trigger.
0: So that's one way, and the other way is just the other way around. The same exact way you just explained it, can hurt galactus from the other player playing super giant having the idea of like oh, i don't want to get to galactus and yeah just like i mess up their entire initiative throw like a Anilos is a great example of like Annihilus <laughs> comes down on five doesn't oh, flip yeah. void stays on their side they no longer have initiative so galactus is not very good or whatever it's stuck that kind of thing so
1: Pretend you're playing a destroy deck, and you're just like setting up X twenty three Wolverine, and then you play Super Giant in the middle, and they're like question mark pings, and it's Hobgoblin Galactus, baby.
0: Oh, that <laughs> that'd be really funny. Uh, but, but honestly, I, yeah, mm-hmm. like
1: if you have a way to get initiative into that turn five, and then you know Galactus is flipping first, like that's maybe is he back?
0: Is there a way? Um, that you can do this with Shuri? I'm trying to think. Because I'm thinking about, like, from, like, I was was seeing if, like, if it hurts Shuri, it doesn't. Because if you play this and then they play a card onto the Shuri lane, then it's just like, nah, it can't get hit by Shang-Chi. And when it flips, it will get hit, I believe,
1: right? The problem with the Shuri is that it messes up your timing on Taskmaster. True. Because then you're, because the card doesn't reveal, like, the next turn. The card reveals at the end of the game. You're moving its initiative all the way to Dracula. Okay. So you we're can doing... never Taskmaster Dracula. We're doing so... a Zabu
0: version of Shuri. Yeah. We play Zabu into, uh... oh, no, you need her on four. Shit. I don't, I don't uh, think I, it's I was really like,
1: there, Brad.
0: Yeah. I was like, what if we do it to play Taskmaster? Like, you do the Taskmaster Behind a Visible Woman thing. Oh, okay. Right? Same, yep. same idea, and then you do the yep. Sherry thing at the end. It copies, but like, uh, yep. just stick with Invisible what,
1: Woman. You don't want the Super Giant for that.
0: Yeah, exactly. Yeah, uh, yeah, and like I said, Lockdown Professor X doesn't flip up. Um, now, there's a dude. There's a lot of uh, of stuff that just gets kind of dumpstered. There's I a lot of stuff that design. kind of it endures it, right? But um like i think modok in this version of discard is that's disruption to them because they want to hit apoc they want to get the swarms down so they have free swarms to play and now that it flips next turn now you make sure that their dracula might discard a swarm um or whatever they have extra stuff in hand that kind of thing um so that's disruptive in my opinion so
1: it's pretty sick yeah but i mean just destroy being super meta relevant and then just decimated by this deck is like, that's good enough for me to say like, yeah, it's going to be great.
0: Yeah. Ooh, the late Deathstrike version of Destroy. Look at that. <laughs> There's just so many Destroy decks. Uh, does Surfer give a shit at all? I guess Sarah coming it's, down. Yeah, with
1: the Sarah, right? right? Anything that's removing Sarah from its rotation is real hard. When they have those beneficial ongoings that they don't get to take advantage of. At, in that moment is really nice and I don't know if there's something that ends up getting played like you try and Zabu and push super giant on three to block out turn four I think probably just playing her on curve is where you want to be anyway you either want the four or five depending on initiative situation and hand state board state all of that but just talking with you here, I feel like on four block out their turn five and then play your turn six and then have turn five happen after that. Seems like you can abuse the interaction the most.
0: Yeah, I agree. I think there's enough decks that this hurts from the perspective of playing super giant against them, uh, and enough that can endure it where I feel confident that this is a a really well-designed card as far as like remember this this was originally a one cost in the data mines.
1: That must have been just a placeholder. They were really toying around with something else. And yeah. I'm glad it's not a one cost. Oh, no. That'd be way too good. Yeah, so that is the one element, right? Is is it really possible to play around with like a storm trick? Not really. Not, I yet, mean, not really. If you have Zabu down,
0: I, I I don't know. Um, storm on three. Uh.
1: I don't think it helps.
0: I don't think so either. Yeah, I can't. I can't think of anything.
1: Um, and with the the wait. big kicker, not the stat line, but in the data mine, Black Swan or sorry, Super I'm still got. I gotta flip my art here. Supergiant was hitting the turn it revealed and the next turn, and yeah, now they moved was... it to only next turn because being able to catch an opponent out with like surprise, what you did now doesn't matter. Like that was. I can see yeah, I that being just a step too far and I like this better.
0: I agree. Uh, and this has been a longer episode than we usually do almost an hour and a half. I think we, uh, we were able to cover a lot and uh, we'll be back next week to go over the patch. We're not going to go over the patch, probably the same way that we went over the OTA today, where we have like the slides breaking down each thing. I think because yeah. we'll be a few days removed from the patch. Most likely we try to aim around Thursday, Friday is our recording times. Yep um so we'll just go over how it's felt so far how the new cards have felt these two cards coming out next week and the patch Mm -hmm. you thought the meta was in a good place now and shaken up already i think it's going to have another shake up right around the corner so
1: i hope it stays at a good place it doesn't always but i got high hopes i got high hopes
0: (sighs) all right teddy take us out oh well i guess we have to send reminders we have a Patreon. We gotta remind people on that. If you wanna help support the show, we have a couple tiers right now on Patreon. We already have our first member or two, depending on at the time of this show. Shout them out, shout
1: them out. Do you have them in front of you?
0: Uh 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 it was uh Lloyd. It was Lloyd, it was Lloyd
1: oh, I that. Cornerstone was, of the community. Their name was Lloyd. We appreciate you guys.
0: Yeah, it means a lot.
1: And I get, Whether for, you're on the Patreon or just tuning in wherever.
0: For right now, um the like I said last week, the two tiers are just five dollar support. $10 support um, both of them get you early access episodes so this immediately tonight is going to be going up on patreon and we'll probably go live to the public tomorrow night or saturday morning um, and then uh to the second tier the $10 one also gets you live access to this recording going right now i have someone in the audience right now testing it to ensure it works all good it does so starting next week lloyd if you're listening You'll be able to have front row seat if you, so, if you so wish and be able to watch this live prior to it uh, going out. And then if you have any other suggestions as far as what you guys want to see in the Patreon, please let us know. We're happy to kind of... we, we You give us any kind of support. We want to return the favor as much as we possibly can. So the more we can do that's feasible, uh, we would like to do so. Uh, I don't have anything else right now, though.
1: No, if you guys want to see how these cards end up playing out, tune into the stream. Check out brad's channel as well until next time guys don't stop snapping bye can't stop snapping is a podcast hosted and produced by Brad fur and teddy ninja originally created by michael thurman